rise up Not gonna give up We're gonna rise up Welcome to Rise Up, hosted by me, Steve Collin. This episode is sponsored by my Patreon account. After the stillbirth of my son, Asher, I wanted to do something in his name. I wanted to honor him and give him uh, an opportunity to be a part of uh, something inspirational and motivational. The hope is that you will live your best life, the life that he didn't get to have. So if you'd like to see this continue and you would like to uh, support this, please head over to my Patreon account at patreon.com forward slash Steve Cohen. Okay, so let's dive into today's inspirational and motivational message. Welcome to the show. And I can't believe I have Michael Avril with me. And um, thank you so much for hanging out with us today, Michael. Oh, it's always a, always a treat. I always look forward to hanging out with Mr. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So Michael um, does a lot of music. He's in the, he lives in the same world that I do in the sync, sync world of you know, uh, getting writing your music in your studio and um, uh, and sending it off to publishers and places and getting it placed into movies or videos or anything that has a video. That's what a sync actually means. But um, you know, uh, Michael's had tons of success in many, many, many areas of uh, of uh, the music world. You know, you've toured and you've built up awesome, uh, very dedicated fans and. Uh, and one of the one of the things I wanted to ask you about is on your bio, and and I haven't even heard this story. Uh, I've known Michael. I've known you for about like uh, maybe three three years, maybe three and a half years, maybe. And, and I, I don't. I haven't heard this story. So uh, apparently, you've walked well. You've walked four thousand miles over eight years uh, touring. And to, to explain what that is, is that actually walking to gig to gig, or uh, explain uh, what was your? Tell us the story there. Yeah, it it evolved in a lot of different ways along the way, but the the essence of it was really just exploring Canada. I wanted to go to every single province and territory and explore by foot for a number of reasons. Uh, I well, the primary one was linked to family. My dad was a, a major walker. That was just kind of his preferred mode of transport, and he just walked everywhere. He would walk to school. He was a teacher every day and would stop at coffee shops on the way and you know do his thing and he'd always be like that guy who would wave at you and in the morning and say good morning and and if we ever went out for dinner or something like that often he'd just prefer to walk home and that was just wow. one of his phrases it was kind of like i'd rather walk <laughs> and uh, so when someone said walk it up he's like well i'm always walking that's all i do <laughs> but he he i i think for the most part, and I'm just kind of learning a lot more about him through this because about, what are we at right now? 12, 12 years ago or so, he passed away. And it was it, it was before I really asked him a lot of things, but like just getting to know him and through some pursuits of this whole tour, I, I have learned a lot more about him due to some crazy serendipity and coincidences of of discovering these trails of his past. And and anyway, his his whole thing about walking and then, you know, if we would get a Christmas tree or something when we were kids, we would 
it would be i don't know a number of blocks down the street instead of taking it in the car he he would either get like my brother or i or both of us to like help him carry it home <laughs> oh wow just be like having the stream we were always so embarrassed but he he would always make us do stuff like that like or if we had to get he, i remember one time he he wanted to get a new ladder for for home like a big long one that he definitely couldn't carry himself and it would be like an hour walk away from our house and and i remember having to carry that home with him and just like cars honking and we're like crossing the street and and i was just like oh my god what's going on in my life but <laughs> who am but, i <laughs> yeah and then again it's funny to think back as like well why is that embarrassing you know like but they they stick out as really special memories for me now <laughs> yeah. to think about like these funny scenarios that were just so out of the blue and he loved doing that to people like i think as a as a teacher and and to us in general but there was a a neat blip in time where where my dad had had a really cool opportunity with with he was a with music like he was a songwriter as well and the, uh, in the 70s my family before i was born were living up in the yukon like very up north you know gold rush mm -hmm. territory not far from alaska and and he had a neat introduction through a i think a friend that he probably met at the bar in a little mm -hmm. tiny pub in a in a town that had like 500 people wow. that this guy introduced him to the radio station in the region which was an arm of like the big national radio broadcasting scenario similar to like the bbc in the states there's mm -hmm. in canada and it was linked with them and anyway it, it led to this really cool path of him going into the radio stations being invited to record his songs and them using one of them as a theme song for this like major broadcast thing that like all Canadians listened to for a period of time. And because of that, they posted an interview that they did with him. And like all of a sudden people just found out about him and and there was a lot of really great reception for it. And as a result, they they were really encouraging him to pursue pursue his music and they were willing to support him in whatever ways they needed to or he needed. And ultimately he ended up turning it down just as kind oh, of wow. as fast as it kind of came up he just said no to that to that chapter which is which is crazy to think about now in in my experience but at that time or before he died i i hadn't really jumped into music enough to really get the magnitude of being offered something like that mm -hmm. and i just didn't really ask so i didn't i didn't know too much about about him that way and he never really talked about it it was something he was quite shy about and wasn't really so forthcoming with so anyway the where this links back to is after he passed away and i was i it was basically that year that i started jumping into music full-time and i left my other career when i used to work as a personal trainer and like an exercise physiology guy <laughs> uh and I, I always loved the idea of walking for many reasons like it was something i grew up with but whenever i'd meet new clients that way it it, it was always a better interview and a better conversation to take people I first met on a walk wow. just to find out like why do you want to train you know like what do you want to do like what what are you coming to me for and uh -huh. it was always way more interesting that way and so I always just saw walking so many times over as as a really neat exploration and I thought maybe it would be a cool uh, way to learn more about Canada but also to kind of in you know in the spirit of my dad like do something through his eyes you know and really mm -hmm 
really explore the world and in the country that I live in that way. And, and that's all I really had as an intention at first. And you know, the, I think anytime you plant a deep seed of an intention in anything and you really deeply agree to it, yeah. it really cool stuff starts happening. And what started, what happened pretty quickly, actually, I, when I was on tour in another province, I was at a, I went out to an open mic night at a bar, like at an Irish pub that was hosting a, an open mic. And just through showing up, me being one of the only people there at the first when this night began, I met a guy who ended up being the son of the man that booked my dad in one of the two festivals he ever played in in his life in the oh my the goodness small little Yukon mining town in 1976. Wow. And it, it, it turns out that this guy's dad ended up being the guy that booked my dad in in this show. And and it was a big, big deal. Like this, this show, the people my dad played with in this festival are all like the the Juno nomin the Juno winning folk artists that are still wow. going today. And like he he was invited into that circle and wow. said, Come on, you know, like let's do this. And anyway, uh he told me that he had heard recordings of my dad's performance from that show in his attic at home. <laughs> wow. And I, I couldn't believe it. I was just shocked. And, and so anyway, it led to this whole. Were you, I, I got to stop you. Were you able to listen to him or did, did you, did you go over there and have a listen to him or, cause I'd be like, ah, let me listen. Yeah. Well that, so he put me in touch with the original producer of the program, the CBC program and the sound engineer that ran that show. And within a couple of days, they sent me emails of their stories of like, just their experience being with my dad in the studio and what that meant to them. And, and with that, they, they had photos of him in the studio awesome. they had the festival program. So I could see who he played with on what stages. And like, they had an hour long interview of him sharing all of these, like the kind of all these answers that, uh, or I should say all these answers to questions that I wanted to know all of a sudden wow. were there that I, that I never felt like I took the chance to ask. And wow. then there was 23 recordings of songs that they kept. Gosh, that's awesome. Yeah, they, they, they kept, they're technically supposed to record over it because they weren't going to use any of the stuff for his career like that he wasn't going to have. So they, mm -hmm. they just hit it in their basement. And, and, and then when I sent an email, they, they had it digitized and they sent it all over to me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like there's all these songs that I'd never heard him sing before. And it just, taught me a lot about him and these mm -hmm. other other layers that you never sometimes really see your parents as as having you know like unless you're at a certain age and you can sit and mm -hmm. have these conversations but anyway like this so, whole, you, so, you, so your dad must have passed passed away pretty young then i guess um just he just almost 71 oh okay okay yep, yep. yeah mm -hmm. so life life does its thing when it does its thing and yep. and uh and I think that was another aspect of why I wanted to do this tour is like when that happened, it brought up a lot of conversations about loss and grief and death. And, and I didn't, I didn't really jive with the way I noticed everybody to be talking about it. And I, I didn't really right. understand it so much, but I know it, it just didn't feel right. Um, I had, I had some opportunities to travel around to some other countries in the world too. And it, where it just seemed like there was a very different experience with death and with talking about it. Mm -hmm. and 
it made it really illuminate, like visibly clear that I guess more of a North American world and even in our, just my circles that I've noticed, it's, it's really alien. Mm-hmm. It's something that's like, you just don't talk about, or you just avoid and you let, you know, people do their things or, or the, I guess the, the, I don't know, it's not funny to say, but the, the it's the most unusual thing I find is, is the response that we say when we hear somebody is gone or somebody's passed away is to say on behalf of somebody else, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. And I, at the time, I understand it more now, but at the time I was like, why, why do we apologize? Right. Right. You, know, you think about that. It's like, usually we only say that when we've done something wrong. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. There's just something there, but it it, it is the thing to say often, or like, what else do you say? And it's I hard know. to think about what else you say in that time. Well, it's so it's so funny when um you know the beginning of this year when when uh, when my little Asher was stillborn. You know, it's like we would say sorry to to me and my wife. We would say that so often. We would just say I'm I'm sorry, and it was not. You know, we we corrected ourselves in in saying that many times, saying. I'm, I know it's nothing we could do. We're not sorry for something we did, but we're just in such a sorry situation. This is just, and it's, you're right. It's like, what other word? It, it's just, you know, it's like, we couldn't find another word either. And we were just saying, you know, we'd actually say sorry to Asher as well and be like, we're sorry that this, that you didn't, that we're sorry that you didn't get to live a full life. And, and uh, it's just, it's interesting. Yeah. So people say so, sorry. And, uh, it's 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 yeah it's what what other word can you replace it with you know well you know and i don't know why it's taken me literally until this year to hear this interpretation or this thought of it but that idea of sorry is derived from the word sorrow oh interesting sorry Mm -hmm. is like i'm in sorrow with you oh and i was like i never i had never thought about that before but but it is fascinating so anyway like this whole this this links back because that was this ended up becoming a big undercurrent of why i was doing this walking tour as well because it was something that one i wanted to learn more about the country and just understand what the perspectives were in different regions two i wanted to share this story about my dad and my and finding his songs and like and his songs like i wanted to play his songs because it felt like they they wanted to be out he did these for a reason you know like yeah and he had great songs, like really, really special songs. And it felt really good to share that and also to encourage people to communicate with each other, like really just to share their stories and to connect when they had the time. Because like, I feel really lucky that I had that chance to find all that stuff because I feel yeah. that would have been a major regret. That yep, I, I absolutely. And, and some of the songs I've written touch on a bit of loss and, and a bit of these things about just like of how how people maybe continue to show up in our lives. Yeah. And that always then would enter these really interesting conversations. And, and so that was kind of a side goal that I just wanted to just see how people actually felt about it. And maybe if I chat or like presented things in a certain way and then would invite their 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 uh perspectives back, what would happen? Mm-hmm. And and particularly on on life, you know, and you think when like even just you know, babies that come in and out for very briefly, there, there's some really unique points of view that people have given me on that too. And, and, and I think one of the things is 
about it, 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 it happens, it happens more often than we think, you know, like, or I guess mm-hmm. than we realize, which is, which is sad. It's such a difficult thing. Um, but I, I, there was a woman I actually met at one of my early shows of performing that approached me after a show and asked if I could write a song for her, like about her life. Wow. That's and, kind of, that's an honor. Yeah. Well, it was so, so strange. I was so curious and I was like, I have never had anybody say that, but just right. yeah. and then she said, sure. Like, let's see what's there. <laughs> You're going to have to give me a lot of details, but <laughs> she gave me a lot of details. <laughs> I got a lot of details. I got multiple emails, like massive, massive wow. emails of this stuff. And, and, but the, at the core of it was her wanting to, to really. Well, I hope you got a lot of gold nuggets out of this message and, and some points that you can use in your life. My goal here is to make your life or help you live your best life yet. And um, so please, if you'd like me to continue doing this, please head over to my Patreon account at patreon.com forward slash Steve And, you know, consider uh, donating, buy me a coffee or something even more if you want me to keep doing this um, and in honor of uh, Asher's name. So again, we'll see you in the next one. Have a great and awesome rest of your day. Whoa, we're gonna rise up Whoa